it's a privilege to take care of you when you might be at your lowest point in your life. You know, we're always going to be there for you and we hope that we've made a difference in your life. Welcome to Health Story, a sense of purpose. That was Nurse Fran Shayowitz. Fran works with new moms at Huntington Hospital. Hi, I'm David North. Nurses are famous for caring and listening. In this edition, we'll hear the voices of several nurses telling their stories of life, love, and their shared sense of purpose. Nurse Heather Stansbury has a story about being on the job at New York's Lenox Hill Hospital and giving birth to her son Logan during the crisis of Superstorm Sandy. Heather composed her thoughts about becoming a surprise patient. Listen for a surprising reveal about the care she received from her fellow nurses and her supervisor. I came to work as assistant nurse manager the day after Sandy hit to help admit patients that were being evacuated from NYU Langone. I was two weeks from delivering my son. The unit was busy admitting patients of all types. Everyone showed so much courage and really worked together. I was making a plan to stay until midnight and return the next morning uh, when I stood up and my water broke, changing our plans. I became the patient at this point and was so inspired to see the other side of the care our nurses provided. Some had not yet been home and couldn't be sure that everything was okay, but they put on brave faces and did their jobs. My director, Deirdre O'Flaherty, sat at my bedside to offer me support. My husband was stuck downtown working, but Deirdre continued to check on me and be there for me when he couldn't be. She said, can I get anything for you? Offered to help with my children. And then my son was born the next day. She continued to stay at the hospital and watch over all her staff. And she was handling multiple units, but still checking in with me. I later found out that she knew the entire time that her home had been burned completely to the ground and nothing was salvageable. She never left the hospital or let anyone know this had happened. Superstorm Sandy was a devastating event for Deirdre. In October of 2012, her community of Breezy Point on New York's Rockaway Peninsula was isolated by flooding, then struck by fire. More than 100 homes were destroyed, including Deirdre's. But she held it together for Heather, her teammates, and the patients at Lenox Hill Hospital. Deirdre was heroic, selfless, and clearly an inspiration for Heather, who explains why she was inspired to brave a superstorm and come to work so near her delivery date. I mean, that's my unit. That's my people, my my friends, my family. You work there. You're with them every day, and I knew they needed the help. And I wanted to make sure that the people coming to work with us, the NYU nurses, were going to feel comfortable. Because when you go work on another unit just within your hospital, it's not easy. It was amazing how everyone pulled together, and it was just like nothing had happened. Everyone was just working very well together. So, But I knew I needed to be there to help facilitate that. Uh, she's shown me so many things and shown me how I can grow, and it's someone I can look up to. She's not going to just ask you to do things. She's going to do them and show you, um, and then just be a mentor that I, you know, it's invaluable what she's taught me and what she's done for me. Heather Stansbury is a Tennessee native now living on Long Island. She's a mom to seven kids, ages 19 to seven weeks. She was on maternity leave as we recorded. Heather didn't name her superstorm son Sandy, but says he has a super personality. So I tell him that he rode in on the back of a hurricane and he hasn't slowed down since. <laughs> we call him Hurricane Logan sometimes, actually. 
In our next story, Melinda Constantine of Long Island Jewish Medical Center describes the love and care that's keeping her alive and on the job helping others as she contends with a life-threatening condition. I have been on the heart transplant list now for 19 months. My heart has only recovered to 22%. It is 100% certain that I will need a heart transplant in order to live. Melinda gave birth to her son Lucas in December of 2014. She was diagnosed soon after with postpartum cardiomyopathy. After a series of surgical interventions, she employs a heart device and continues her responsibilities each day as Assistant Director of Nursing Education at LIJ. Melinda keeps her device in a purse-like container worn over her shoulder. She's got style. Um, I have a lot of bags tailor-made to match with all my outfits. <laughs> Um, but there is a, the pump is connected to um, a cord, a wire, that goes from the pump that's next to my heart, and it comes out through my stomach, and it's connected to the power, which is a controller and batteries. Is it tough for a caregiver to accept a change of roles? Melinda says the experience may bring valuable insights. You know, there were times where I had probably not acted very nicely to my nurses or my physicians when I was an inpatient, and the same thing with my husband. But being able to recognize that it's not, the patient is not just the patient in the bed. It's the patient in the bed, it's their family, it's their friends, it's anybody that's in their circle is the patient. I can teach anybody to do any skill. Um, I've taught my husband to do many nursing skills with being my caregiver over the last couple of years. I can teach anybody that. I can't teach someone compassion. I can't teach someone to have the inclination to know when is the appropriate time to take a step back, sit down, and hold someone's hand. Speaking of holding hands, here is Mark McGrath of Region Care an IV home care division of Northwell Health. One particular night, a man in his 90s was admitted after falling in his home and breaking his hip. He was in traction and in a tremendous amount of pain. The broken hip was his immediate problem, but he was also an Alzheimer's patient, profoundly confused and frequently agitated. Per protocol, I checked on him every 15 minutes. That old man died alone and in the dark. I thought to myself how terrible it must have been to be there in the dark, confused and alone. I had such an empty, hollow feeling. There have been numerous times over the course of my career when I had a patient with no family and they were alone. When I got the call that their heart was slowing, I would go and sit with them. I have held the hands with the dying, held them and told them it was okay to leave. No one should ever die alone, and in those incidents, they didn't. The person they had with them was their nurse, and to me, being that person is a part of who I am. I would tell, you know, any young man that if this is what you want to do, go for it. But make sure you go into it for the right reason. I want to make a difference in, in the lives of people that are outside of my family. I want to make people that are sick better. 
I feel that I can do that. That's the right reason. I see more men now older going into it. I have a friend of mine who was a police officer. He retired and he went back to nursing school. I have another friend who was a firefighter. He retired and he's going to nursing school. I know friends that were EMTs. They were EMTs for years and go into it. That whole part of helping people and, and trying to make a difference in other people's lives, it has to be a part of who you are. Mark McGrath of Northwell's Region Care. Hi, I'm David North, and this is Health Story, a sense of purpose. The qualities of a caregiver are timeless, but opportunities for nurses are growing in healthcare and in some fields you may find surprising. Here is Maureen White, Senior Vice President and Chief Nurse Executive for Northwell Health. You may start off at the bedside, but there are career opportunities for registered nurses in a variety of traditional and non-traditional positions is endless. There are opportunities within education to become an educator at one of our universities or colleges for nurses. We see more and more registered nurses becoming COOs and CEOs of hospitals. There are nurses who are in the finance, chief financial officers. There are nurses who are chief human resource officers. Uh, the career opportunities within the healthcare environment are endless, but also outside of the healthcare environment. There are many nurses who are working in many drug companies, many sales companies for different medical goods and supplies employ nurses and are, they're actively sought after. Registered nurses are leaders and those leadership qualities that they're able to hone while delivering care become infinitely important to in other industries as well for their discipline, for the detailed-oriented nature that they have, for their attention, observations, and their assessments. It's so vitally important. So there's hardly an industry that you, you wouldn't see uh, nurses involved with or couldn't see nurses involved with. Maureen went on to describe how many women and men find their life's calling later in life in nursing. We saw during uh, 9-11 that there were many people from many different industries who said, but what am I doing? Am I really making a difference? And I wanted to be able to help. And I realized during 9-11, what was I going to do if I ran down to the World Trade Center or to the Pentagon? I wouldn't know how to care for those people, but I want to care for them. And every day you, we read about new breakthroughs in technology, new breakthroughs in genomics or different research work that's being done. And the nurses have to stay abreast of those changes because even the slightest change in treatment will affect how the patients respond and the nurses need to be knowledgeable about that. So I don't think there's a full appreciation of just how much knowledge the registered nurse does possess and needs to possess in order to keep our patients safe. Maureen White, Senior Vice President and Chief Nurse Executive for Northwell Health. A sense of purpose, what it means to be a nurse. I'd like to thank the nurses who shared their stories. Fran Shaywitz, Heather Stansbury, Melinda Constantine, Mark McGrath, and Maureen White. Special thanks to this program's technical director, Andre Doughty. I'm David North. Be well. Look north at northwell.edu.